Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. We are processing all kinds of thoughts and feelings about today's news on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And uh, the news of the day is all about Matt Lowers being fired from NBC after allegations of sexual misconduct. And also the same news, which came out just before noon today, of Garrison Keillor and his uh, severing ties, or, or rather NPR severing ties, with him after allegations of sexual misconduct as well. Lots of people having lots of interesting opinions and thoughts, and we want to honor and, and entertain all of those today. Yeah, um, it's helpful. To, I think it's helpful for everybody because I know for every call that we get with a particular opinion, um, there are countless listeners out there sharing the same thought or opinion. So thanks. Absolutely. And, and even if you don't agree, it's a good thing to know that other opinions are out there so you can understand a little bit better where we're all coming at this from. I will just ask when people call 651-641-1071 if you can have a very clear point. We would love to talk to you, but we've got so many calls we want to be able to get through and make sure everybody's heard. Uh, so let me quickly go to Deb. Holy buckets. Deb, you've been on the line for 100 years. Thank you for holding. Well, thank you for having me and taking my call. What would you like um, to share? I, first of all, I just want to tell you that this, the platform that you've given us is tremendous. I'm 63 years old, and I've been holding in a whole bunch of stuff for many years, mm. and I'm angry. And then I realized that a couple times I tried to call you, I was fearful. I hung up. I couldn't even talk to you guys about this. Mm. And it's not just one instance. I want to, want to share that. Women don't bring this on themselves, and we don't look for any great reward. Um, In my instance, as I think about one of the most interesting and traumatic times I had was as a 28-year-old woman in for a gynecological exam. Mm. After my exam, the doctor, I was sitting in the chair there, had my clothes back on. The doctor sat down next to me and kissed me full on the lip, tongue, and all. Mm -mm. And I am... Sitting there, he goes, well, I hope that was okay. What? Men in 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 power have an incredible influence on women. Mm -hmm. I I did nothing. I sat there and said, well, uh, of course, and couldn't wait to get out of there. And I was, it, it, it was a time where I knew that wasn't right. I was afraid to tell anybody. And I went on to have him deliver my daughter. Oh, my gosh. So. The, the power that remains in men of authority is really highly underestimated. And as I looked back on, on my own life and listened to all of these reports around all these men, for me, it started as young as 16 years old when 
I worked at a pizza joint, and they said, oh, by the way, be sure you don't go down in the basement when the guys are down there. Okay. Well, then it was, I'm on Lake Street driving my bike home to my apartment, and a man follows me home on my bike and rips my shirt off. I didn't ask for any of that. Mm -hmm. And then I'm working in corporate America. My life is good. I hear the guys talk about this woman who's reported a gentleman uh, who's a manager, and he's an old dude. He's a nice dude. I've never had any issues. I'm working late. I'm supporting three children. It's 530 at night. I just want to do my technology stuff and get the hell out of there. He comes into my cube behind me, turns me around in my chair, and kisses me on the lips. I ask for none of this. Mm -hmm. And so this platform that you have provided people to talk about this and at a more national level for women to be coming forward, it truly is just the tip of the iceberg. So I want to make sure that every woman out there is no longer afraid. Yeah, Deb. Deb, I have to say thank you really, truly from the bottom of both of our hearts for for having the bravery to uh, to call in and to share that, because that is such a powerful message that you share with us. And also, thank you for for telling for telling your story. So um, so in such a way that helps us understand why people don't say something right away. Yeah, I think there's a lot of misunderstanding and you can hear it in some of the calls that we've received uh, how this dynamic works. And I think it tells that perhaps people have not been in the place that you have been in because they do not understand what it's like to be in a moment as Deb has described Mm -hmm. it. And I I am so appreciative and grateful for Deb's uh, sharing that because I hope that a lot of the people listening can begin to understand what it is we are actually talking about. We're not talking about um, somebody being wrongfully accused of something that's misinterpreted. What Deb just described is very typical Mm -hmm. of the stuff that, um, and frankly mild compared to some of the things that we uh, have been reporting on this very show over the last few months. Absolutely. Uh, Let's take Amy's call. And then I know you have an email, Bradley, that we want to get to. Hi, Amy. Oh, hi there. Hi. What did you want to share? Hi. Am I on the air? You are you on are. the air. Don't oh. swear. <laughs> I won't. I <laughs> promise. So, and coming from a, hold on, I've got to, I'm going to shut my map off. Okay. okay. <laughs> now we're good. So, um, hi, real estate woman here. So I'm in between appointments. <laughs> I had to call. Successful real estate woman. You know, a few things come to mind and Deb, oh my God, my heart just reaches out to her. I'm uh, 44 now. I um, dealt with right after college dealing with sexual harassment at a very large company in the southwestern, I won't mention them, southwestern suburbs of the Twin Cities and was involved with a lawsuit. And I was made to feel horrible as a 25-year-old woman that I was bringing this up against some of the VPs. I would travel with them and I would see some horrible things and have horrible things happened to me mm-hmm. and I felt it was like I was wrong for for suing this company for what happened to me and man man if it were now you know 20 some years later uh the strong woman that I am it would be different I think I would have pursued it a lot more but I settled for very little money mm-hmm. um, and I think I would have publicized it more I think what I want to bring up too and thank you for talking about this is I was just texting with one of my best friends, and I am, my husband, let's bring up some political stuff, shall we? My husband is a staunch conservative, 
one of my best friends is a staunch liberal. I just go in between. I'm good. I vote for whoever I feel is the strong, the good person. And when <laughs> she loves Garrison Keillor, and so when all of this came up today with Garrison Keillor, uh, about an hour ago after Matt Lauer, I uh, <laughs> happened to text her, and she immediately went into Trump, and, oh, he has so much for him. And, and I said to my friend, well, hi, look at, if you, uh, look at everything. And, gosh, you'd think that if these bloodhounds, right, you know, in the press, obviously, could find something, they would. And maybe they eventually will. But I feel that as Americans, we need to look at not only if it's like a Matt Lauer or a Billy Bush or, I mean, a Harvey Weinstein, whoever it is, but let's look at our politicians, too. I mean, look at what happened with Al Franken. Thank, Amy, you, thank Amy, you, Amy, so much for your Thanks call. Thanks for making that point, because what I what I will say is she brings up a point that I've heard uh, a lot. And, you know, people always bring up to us, uh, you know, politicians um, in this particular in this particular. Um, how do I put this? So when all these allegations come forward, whether it's a politician or an entertainer, um I think this is just the beginning. You are going to continue to see industries, whether it's um, you know the tech sector, whether it's Wall Street, whether it's other positions where men hold incredible power. It, you know, no particular industry is immune to this type of behavior, and it will continue. Hopefully, we will continue to shed light onto this. For the most, I, I think because the most valuable thing that happens as a result is that women then feel empowered in their workplace. Women and men, anybody who is a victim mm-hmm. of somebody holding immense power over them and trying to silence them, this, you know, whether it it does not matter. If you want to make it about politics, great. If you want to make this about so-and-so in Hollywood, great. But it's not about the individual. It's about the behavior, and it's about that dynamic of power. Right. And, and really, no industry is immune yeah, it's a cultural system that that we are uh, that we exist in, and and the whole system needs to change. When uh, we come back, um, I would love to get to one of the emails that we got because I, I I it brings up something that I've heard a lot regarding these particular sexual assault allegations, and I and I'm sure a lot of other people have. Uh, Thought this very same thing. Okay, your emails and calls six five one six four one one zero seven one. After this, on the Colleen and Bradley show. Lori and Julia. It's a community, and my mom's in transitional care there. Mm-hmm. So, um, was there a holiday shopping bazaar? There's this woman named Fritz and her daughter, and they listen. Okay. So, hey, yo, hi Fritz. Hi to the two Connies. Hi to Hoyt, who listens to as a husband of someone who's yeah. there. But anyway, she um, sewed her sews, so she brought in all of her things to buy, and oh my God, it was such a funny bazaar with all these people that are there. Julia bought a felt poncho that really we need to Instagram and take a picture it's of it. So, I, I thought it it's was so for the happy. ugly Christmas sweater competition. No. What, Danny? I thought it was for oh the God. ugly Christmas sweater. No, I love it. Okay. Wow, you didn't even turn around and look at me when I tried it on. No, I turned around and quickly turned back. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. The radio home of borrowing your parents' HBO Go password. My Talk 1071.
Taking your calls and emails on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. We are talking about the topic of the day, which frankly is the uh, firing of both Matt Lauer and Garrison Keeler uh, from their respective affiliations after um, allegations of sexual misconduct. And we got an email, Bradley, that yeah, we wanted so to address. Continue to share your calls with us. I mean, we've kind of just... Uh, Open up the phone line, 651-641-1071, as Colleen said. But um, before we get back to your calls, this email that we received, it really highlights something that I've heard more than once. And I thought, let's talk about this, because I, I think there's there's something here. here. Uh, this is an email from Mary. And Mary says, I'm a bit, she says, okay, I'm a bit confused. With Al, Matt, etc. being accused, I hope they're held accountable. But look what was on TV last night. Victoria's Secret Show. Females modeling around in undies, all very sexual. What type of message does that send to boys and men? We need to examine all avenues of what is acceptable. And I've heard this theme before in the context of these sexual assault allegations. And I will say, Colleen, I think it a the obvious response is very simply to say, um, you know, the way a woman dresses has nothing to do with, you know, her being sexually assaulted. Right. Mm -hmm. In addition to that, when it comes to the way society deals with sexuality, sexuality and sexual assault are two very different things. Mm -hmm. And just because there is, you know, a lingerie fashion show on TV does not equate with a man in a position of power over a period of years institutionalizing sexually inappropriate behavior, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. 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 You know, and it's interesting because I go, I I hear that and I understand what you're saying and I go, yes. But I also think on like the broader, in the broader mm, perspective, there, we do have a a problem with the messaging that we give about women's bodies, about uh, sexuality, about that, that is part and parcel to the problem. Is it like equal to the problem? No, the two are, are not the same. They're not on the same level, but we do have, I was thinking about this this morning. I think I was listening to the morning show when somebody said something about how it has to, Oh no, it was actually Donna and Marley. It has to do with how you were raised. And I thought to myself, yes, Part of it has, you know, part of how you what treat, has to do with how, how you treat women, how you exert your power sexually over women, if you do that, has to do with how you were raised. And I thought, well, yes, like, yes, I would raise my sons to respect women, to respect their their bodies, to respect their wishes. However, what I can't control is the messages that they get from music, from their from their friends, from uh, movies, from television, from magazines, from I can't control those messages and how they how those kind of Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Get into their minds. Sexual assault has occurred in, it occurred in Victorian times. It occurred in ancient history. Men have, in positions of power, have taken advantage of women regardless of society's attitudes towards sexuality. Mm-hmm. So, to me, worrying about, you know, the, the Victoria's Secret show, there is nowhere on the Victoria's Secret stage where men are coming up to women and grabbing them inappropriately. Right. So, again, I just think that, that that takes the mark off of... So in this particular moment where everybody's paying attention to these sexual assault allegations, you've had a lot of people moralizing and saying things like um, things have really gotten so bad that all of this behavior has gone on. And it's because of a number of things that society has become more permissive. When, in fact, I would argue that our society has finally gotten to a point where it is willing to see, acknowledge and do something about systemic sexual assault against women. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that um, society is open about sexuality that causes people to be deviantly um, to, to assault people sexually. Right. It is that we are finally willing to see the behavior, which has always been there, whether women had, you know, whether women were wearing skirts down to the to their ankles or whether they were wearing mini skirts. Those two things. All I'm saying is that trying to focus on. Uh, in this case, a fashion show as sort of the cause right, or the thing that affects how people view women seems totally different because I don't understand how you can't simply say, regardless of what a woman is wearing, you must respect her body. I wholeheartedly agree with that. I absolutely, absolutely do. I, I And I also think that when we focus on those things, we take our, our focus off of the mark, which is... How do you treat women appropriately? All I'm saying is I, I can I can see the argument because you can't control how a man processes or how a person processes the the social the societal information that they're taking in. We can't control that, and so I see why she would bring that up. But I agree with you that it probably takes our mind off the mark. Let's go back to our phones. We've got. Is it Kirsten? Yep. Hi, Mm -hmm. Kirsten. What did you want to add? Well, I I am just glad that these women are being believed. Um, I think that's a yeah. There's people out there taking advantage, and I've heard the the people that are skeptical about what is in it for them, you know, financially and so on. But I I see with my a case with my daughter that she was um, sexually assaulted in high school. And the boy got ahead of it and bragged about their encounter before she ever said anything at all. And so nobody believed what she said because he had said he'd gone ahead and kind of bragged about it. Mm -hmm. And then she ended up um, needing a lot of mental health care later. Mm -hmm. 
because of the reaction to that. And so I'm just thankful, I guess, that it's a culture of, um, of the, that they're being believed and something's being done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kirsten. I'm sorry we ran out of time. Uh, we will be back. We've got more calls on the line, and we'll continue on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. It was you, Kristen, who shot JR. Entertainment. We're trying to have a happy holiday, Brenda Lee, on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment, and today, Everything Entertainment is all about the sexual assault allegations that have led to the firing of both Matt Lauer and of Garrison Keeler. And uh, that is what we're talking about. 651-641-1071 if you'd like to join the conversation on the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, let's go to Serena. Hello, Serena. Hi. What did you want to add to the conversation? Well, I just wanted to say, um, when I woke up this morning and saw the story, um, my initial response was to be about kind of shocked that, you know, Matt Lauer, it's, that's, you know, that's, kind of, that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I realized, oh my gosh, like the first thing I did was think about Matt Lauer. <laughs> and with all of these women coming out and sharing their experiences, I think it's really important to remember that, um, to not go into that mind frame of, oh, here's another one, or, oh, you know, gosh, there's so many now. And it's easy to um, forget that every single experience they have um, shared is super traumatic to them mm-hmm. in, their, in their own way. And I think it's important to start remembering to look at each one of these women as individuals, as, as human beings, and not as a collective kind of sigh and, you know, what are they in for? You know, what, why are they doing this? Or, gosh, you know, there's, there goes another story. Um, and, and I was kind of, I, I chided myself for initially just thinking about Matt Lauer and not yeah. really, yeah. That. well, this woman that accused him, um, I, this poor woman, like what she must have gone through and, yeah. you know, so it's, it's important to prioritize, prioritize our feelings and, uh, the focus and focus well. on the victims. Thank you so much, Serena, for That's that, awesome. for that thought. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I will tell you that I listened to a couple of reactions to Matt Lauer's, uh, the news that Matt Lauer, um, was fired due to sexual, uh, in, sexually inappropriate behavior. That was the term used. And people talked about how they were, you know, worked with him for many years. They found him to be, you know, a great person, blah, 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 which is all understandable, right? Like if something happened to one of us tomorrow, Mm -hmm. it would not be unexpected for us to be conflicted and to still honor the friendship that we had with the other. But but I do think she makes a very good point that, you know, very often you're not going to know about the women. Right. So it's easy to focus on the man mm-hmm. uh, or I should say the perpetrator and not the victim because their fall, that is a huge news story. And we're so focused in our world on, you know, that man mm-hmm. and that man's story, mm-hmm. Charlie Rose, mm-hmm. his storied career. 
And so rarely do we get a lot of detail about the individuals accusing for good reason, because right. it's not their intent to come forward mm-hmm. publicly and nor should they have to. But they're you know, it would be weird if they were just like uh, Matt Lauer is not showing up to work today and we're not telling you why. Mm-hmm. So it's completely understandable why it is the way they uh, why it is the way it is. But as Serena pointed out, it is so important for us to remember that like behind every one of Matt Lauer's uh, the Matt Lauer's there are a number of people who you know are not being heard right or I should say who are not being thought of who are not being sympathized with empathized yeah with. I think that one of the reasons why we had a different experience with the Harvey Weinstein allegations is because so many of those women were known and also had you know, long and storied careers themselves. And that, that made it easier. If I, if I can say that to, to put our focus on the victims, Yeah, but it is harder in the case of Matt Lauer specifically today, because we don't know the identity of the accuser and we may not know. And, and that is just sort of the way it is. And so you're, she, that's correct. Serena's right. We need to be then doubly sure that we are, that we are doing that. Let's go to Christina. Hi, Christina. Hi, y'all. Um, thanks for taking my call. I love your show, by the Thank way. Thank you. <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, yes. Um, I was talking with Colleen, I believe, and I was letting her know that I heard what you said on the last segment, Bradley, about kind of disagreeing that uh, a sexualized culture has fostered these kind of um, abuses of power in a sexual way that you don't find that connected. Mm-hmm. And so I was telling her is that maybe it's not, so much about, you know, sexy women walking around fosters this abuse of power so much as it fosters a consumerism of bodies, if that makes sense, that we have a, a consumerism approach. I'm not explaining it quite right, but that your body is there for my enjoyment. And so, you know, when we see a Victoria's Secret show, it kind of maybe fosters that kind of mindset that a woman's body is there for my consumption mm-hmm. and enjoyment. Yeah. And I, I heard Don McLean actually talk this morning about kind of a, a more broad approach that like, if you're looking outside of yourself for happiness, AKA someone's body, that you might be tempted to kind of use people if that makes sense. Yeah. And I think, Am I making sense? no, you make, you make total sense. And I think you're Thanks, making Christina, Christina, I think you're making uh, very good points. My argument is not that there is not an objectification of women that is, that is toxic, that there is not a masculinity in our culture that is toxic, that there's not a commodification of women in their bodies in a way that there is not for men. My, my simple argument with the previous uh, email that we received equating uh, a Victoria's secret fashion show with sexual assault is that I don't want the the focal point of our ire to be with women who are doing what women should be able to do with their bodies, whatever they choose to do with their bodies. You know, it's not to say that society doesn't have things that we need to look at and things that we need to address. I mean, I could give you a whole converse. We could have a whole conversation about, you know, over sexualization and media, but to say that that in that uh, is what causes these men to behave this way takes responsibility away from men. Mm-hmm. Because for every man that has sexually assaulted a woman, there are thousands, if not millions of men who don't and are are uh, are consumers of the very same 
types of things that she just alluded to right. and we've talked about. Right. It's it's like it takes the blame away from what the actual problem is, which is that individual's behavior against another human being. And if people are not held accountable for their behavior, I feel like it'll continue. Let's go back to the phones and let's talk to Kathy. Hi, Kathy. What did you want to add to the conversation? Hello. I've got a couple points I'd want to make. First of all, the Garrison Keeler thing, um, my understanding is that, you know, his hand accidentally went up the back of his shirt, touched the back of, uh, you know, it, it's not, you know, to me, where is it going to end? I mean, it's it's almost getting to the point where this is, you know, getting out of control. Okay, and I just want to my- pause you very, very quickly and remind everybody that that information that we have about those accusations did come from Garrison Keeler. Right, I understand. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's going to get to a point where you feel like you're going to have to, you know, have a contract with someone to have a conversation. Now, my, my main point I want to make also is that I'm a, a, I like to say it's a victim, a survivor of sexual assault. I was assaulted by a neighbor. And a lot of times, you know, you, you get people that go, well, at least you weren't raped, you only, you only grabbed your chest and all this kind of stuff. I nailed the SOB in court mm-hmm. because... You know, I didn't give you permission to touch me in that way. And where my kind of anger comes from in a lot of these cases, and this has been kind of stemming from back with with, uh, Bill Cosby, there are a lot of victims that come out or, or survivors that come out, and they all come out now. And to me, what somebody told me with my neighbor was, he might have done it before you, but I doubt he'll ever do it after you because you did something about it. And I know some of these women have been scared. They've been uh, thinking no one's going to believe them. But you, where these women should be mad at, and you know, I thought this myself was, who I should have been mad at is the woman that didn't turn him in before he attacked me. Because what it does, if the women don't, if you don't, or people, I'm, men have been assaulted as well. If you don't do something, and I say this with as much love and sincerity as I can turn these people in because if you don't you enable them to do it to someone else and that's where we get these multiple victims slash survivors of these people that do this kind of stuff they don't get stopped and I stopped mine and I can pretty much guarantee you after I was done with them he wasn't going to do anything more so they have to follow through with at least make some kind of police report or if you needed therapy the women from way back then that want you know now it's it's people are oh it's your word against theirs look if you went to therapy i did i had to just for what happened and it wasn't people said it wasn't that much that was enough for me and i had a i have documentation now of going to a therapist if you went to a therapist back in the 70s and talked to somebody release those give permission to release those records so that there's some kind of proof that this happened so people aren't going yeah well you know it's your word against theirs and we don't have any proof you did something but to me go after these people go after them when it happens and then keep them from doing it to somebody else thank you so much kathy for sharing your thoughts and your experience and your perspective um we are going to take another break we've got a couple other callers on the line we're going to finish up the show and kind of take it all the way through, I guess, with uh, with this, these conversations stemming from the firing of both Matt Lauer and Garrison Keeler after allegations of uh, sexual misconduct in the workplace. We'll be back after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. It's Dixon.
Mr. Podget. Presented by Great Wolf Lodge. Oh, it was so great to see everybody who came out to the Chanhassen and brought toys for the Ronald McDonald House families. Thank you, thank you. There's still some other opportunities if you want to stop by and drop off a toy later this week. Colleen and I will be at Holiday Bliss in Woodbury on Thursday the 30th, and Donna and Marley will do their show at Popcorn in Minnetonka on Friday, December 1st. Then Saturday from 11 to 1, the shop girls will be at Scheherazade Jewelers in the Galleria. In addition to the live Santa Stop broadcast, you could drop off presents during business hours at any Envision or Waxing the City location, or at the Chanhassen, the Children's Theater, Bodies by Burgoon, or Great Wolf Lodge. See details and a wish list at mytalk1071.com. Keyword, Santa. The radio home of season four really jumped the shark, but five's good again. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And wrapping up our Wednesday with a conversation around the news of the day, which is uh, the day began. Heavy it's stuff. very heavy. The day began, again, with a similar refrain that we've heard about sexual assault allegations, uh, sexual misconduct, uh, specifically this time with um, Matt Lauer. And then right before the show, we heard about Garrison Keeler. And that is what we're talking about on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. And we're taking your calls as we close out the show. Um, Bradley? Should we just go straight to the phones? Yeah, I can I I I did want to um share I saw this tweet and I just thought this is, you know, kind of apropos of what we're speaking about. Mm-hmm. People have been calling in and sharing their thoughts and opinions. Uh Jessica Valenti, she um wrote a memoir called Sex Object. Anyway, regardless, she said on Twitter, um, let's see. Just gonna preempt an argument I know is coming. Women know the difference between a friendly touch and one meant to be sexual or menacing. Yeah. We are experts, all caps. Thanks to so many men touching us. <laughs> so again, you know, if if for example you're putting your hand on a woman's shoulder and you you know you don't mean anything by it, I don't think you have anything to worry yeah. about. Yeah, but if you're um, rubbing her buttocks in. Uh, you know, as a as a means of sharing your sympathy. I mean, is that, that a would thing? be. I'm just. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that might be a clue. Yeah. I. You know, I also one more quick thought, and then we'll go to the phones. As we've been talking, it's been very interesting to me to hear kind of where people direct kind of their ire, whether it is toward uh, the the victor the um the person who is the perpetrator yeah. or the victim for waiting too long to share yeah. or the, that's weird or the to me. Person. I don't know why that's the place you go to in a moment of learning that somebody has sexually assaulted another human being that you're more concerned about why that woman didn't come forward sooner. Well, yeah, I agree with you. I think that from a logical standpoint, you would think in a perfect world, why didn't you come forward? What to me, what's missing um, in these conversations often is, is empathy. Is, tr- yeah. is, is like, taking a step been- back and, and trying to see from the perspective of somebody else. I think we have an opportunity right now, and that's where we are. We have an opportunity to build our empathy and try to understand. Seek first to understand and then to be understood. Um, to understand the perspective of the people who have been victimized. And, and, and rather than... Mm, 
point our finger at them and judge them for for how they di- how or when they did or did not come forward. Yeah. Also, instead, try to try to understand what that means. I'd have like, been like to see them. the millionaire who's running around with all this money because they filed false allegations. Right. I, I don't know yeah. that I've seen that. It's kind of that is an interesting yeah. line that people go down as well. And I'm just that's my observation. Uh, let's go to Mary. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Hello. Thank you for calling. Would you want to share? You know, I just kind of wanted to dovetail. I just kind of turned on and heard you talking about the Victoria's Secret model mm-hmm. um, program, whatever. You know, and and I don't disagree with you, Bradley, that it is perfectly fine that women should be able to to use, if they're given the God-given beautiful body to be able to do that and and make a living doing that, wonderful, good for them. But we also, on the, on the same breath, don't take the, the time to celebrate women for their successes when they use their brains to, to achieve their success. So I think if we, uh, you know, for one day could just talk about successful women and what they've done to get there and, and how they've done it would be just a tremendous value. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And, you know, the, the thing that I, uh, I just keep thinking about is Thank think you, about think about Mary um, and everyone else. Think about and I'm not the first to say this because I've seen other people say very similar things. Think about all of the work that we have missed out on over the years because women were shut out from the workplace because they were victims of sexual assault and violence that was used primarily against them to keep them from being successful. I mean, that is what a Mm -hmm. person in power is doing when they are trying, you know, when they, when they take a victim in this way, it's not like too many times. I think people think of this, this type of behavior as like a man, you know, men are pigs. We all know this men love. I mean, I'm a man. I I acknowledge that my gender is full of pigs, right? And different kinds of pigs, you know, you put a man and a woman in a room and a man is thinking about getting that woman naked and having sex with her unless he's like me. And then he's in a room with a man and he's doing the very same thing. Like, this is not what we're talking about, though, because that will always be the case. Men will always be concerned with sex way more than women Mm -hmm. as a general rule. Um, What we're talking about is a man in a position of power, which a woman in a position of power is equally capable of of doing. It's just that in our society, there are so many more men Mm -hmm. and they have continued to remain in power by using sexuality to keep women out, undermined, not in power. So I always think about, in all of these stories, all of the women whose careers ended prematurely because they chose to leave, we got, we've got gotten emails to that effect. Mm-hmm. Women who, a woman who left an advertising career because of the agency that she worked for. Think about all of the things society has lost because men have been allowed to behave in this way. And so lest you be too worried about men losing things like Matt Lauer Uh and Al Franken and all of these men, think about, again, all that we've already lost. Sure, sure. Um, Let's take one final call on this. Hi, Margaret. You just got about a minute. Can you share with us your thought? Yeah. First off, heart goes out to Kathy. As a survivor myself who was not believed, it's really easy to judge why people don't come forward, and it's really easy to judge while while sitting there. I have so much respect for her going after the person she did, mm-hmm. and I, I love the outcome. But for those of us who are not believed and shamed and families yeah. ostracized, it's really easy to judge us, but lest you walk in our shoes, I, I hope you wouldn't. 
my comment I actually called for was I had an interesting conversation with my father, which said, why are women trying to ruin men's lives after 20 years of this having gone on? Why don't they let it be done? Mm. And that's that ignorance that, you know, I just want to say amen to what Brad was just saying. This isn't about sex. Right. This is about women being valued and respected and treated as equals. And the more we do talk about this, the better and the more that it can't be continued. Thank you so much, Margaret, for That's sharing. That's the best way to end this yeah, conversation. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, or let's just bring Donnie in. That's another yeah, way to end Yeah, let's end it with a man. Hey, Donnie. Hey, Donnie. What Welcome. did you want to share? Wow. <laughs> I don't think I have anything to... Brad, that was very eloquent. <laughs> well, you, no, seriously, that was so well said. Yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, so, Donnie, real quick before uh, before we uh, segue into the show, uh, the Lori and Julie show featuring long-suffering Donnie. Yeah. Um, Donnie, do you, like, what was your immediate reaction to both both pieces of big news today? Uh, the firing of Matt Lauer mm-hmm. and Garrison Keillor after allegations of sexual misconduct. Well, as far as Matt Lauer goes, we're getting the same old story from the higher-ups at the network. You know, we had no idea. Mm. I don't... In, in all of these cases, that's a bunch of bull. Yeah. Everybody knew it was an open secret, but he was a major asset to NBC, so you're going to turn... Emphasis on ass. Well... Sorry. <laughs> they're going to turn their heads... Because, hey, Matt Lauer, he, we need him. Mm-hmm. He's more important than anything else. And the same thing with all these other cases with, uh, with Kevin Spacey or whomever you want to name. It's just a bunch of bull that all these people saying, I didn't know anything about it. I right. didn't know this was going on. You know, don't tell me that Leslie Moonves, the president of CBS, didn't know what Charlie Rose was up to yeah. for the past how many years. Right. And why aren't those people held accountable? Yeah. They never that, are. You know, that, that, the secret keepers are never yeah. held accountable. That's a good point. It's very true, and and I would hope that at some point in this journey we're all on, that there is an evolution such that you know those who did aid and abet these particular individuals. I mean, you think of Charlie Rose's producer. Uh, you think of you know the corporate executives. You think of all of those people involved in the non-disclosure agreements. I mean, our federal government was paying ten no millions of dollars to people, and none of us knew right. vic- to victims of right. sexual assault right. yeah. at our the tax hands money. of our yeah. politicians. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. we have no accounting of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's why the word of the year for 2017... Complicit. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Is it really? Fit. Yes. yes. Oh, well, that's Could appropriate. No, like, word? officially, yeah. complicit, complicit is the word of the year. <laughs> well, uh... Stay tuned for more on this topic. Oh, there'll be more. Yes, there will be on the Lori and Julia show. And thanks for spending your time and, and having thoughtful conversation with us today on the Colleen and Bradley show. We'll be back tomorrow.